Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. And don't go away. We got a lot of solutions and we're going to ask more questions. You know, our resources are under stress and we're seeing all sorts of innovative, innovative moves. I love the editorial this week that was put into the Globe and Mail and saying, hello, world. I'm, I'm just paraphrasing, but we're Canada and we've got a lot of this stuff and we'd like to sell it to you. The pandemic, the supply chain, and now the war in Ukraine is causing us to take another look at things and perhaps change our mind, is one of them nuclear. It has some advocates that are growing in some places where they were not growing before because we need solutions for things. And is nuclear energy being looked at in a new way? It seems every day I'm seeing more and more articles on this and people taking another look or politicians admitting, and they're finding it very difficult because they've come out against it, that perhaps they were a bit too hasty. Joining us is Dr. Chris Kiefer, president of the Canadians for Nuclear Energy. Welcome, Dr. Kiefer. Caroline, thanks so much for having me. It seems to be everywhere. What about as we head to the polls here in Ontario? What is the situation in Ontario when it when it comes to nuclear and and how much it is under a threat? I mean, I, I, it's just dizzying, isn't it? Uh, Dr. Kiefer, how quickly perspectives are changing here. Well, absolutely. I mean, at the moment, we're doing very, very well in Ontario when it comes to electricity from the perspective of uh, both climate um, and reliability. Um, so we made a strategic investment, you know, as far back as the 70s and 80s to build nuclear plants instead of coal plants. Um, and in the early 2000s, we made the really brilliant step um, for a number of reasons, for climate reasons, for health reasons, to phase out coal completely off of our grid. Um, and we were able to accomplish that because of nuclear energy. We have this enormous advantage. And so nuclear prov provided 90% of the energy we needed to kick coal off the grid and make Ontario um, one of the cleanest electricity jurisdictions in the world. Um, so, you know, in a way, we're, we're in a good place, um, but we're at a really critical juncture here. Um, and we're in the middle of this election that you mentioned, um, and there's, there's a real key issue that I'm excited to be on here to talk about, and that is the situation that we're facing with the Pickering Nuclear Generating Station, which the Ontario uh, Power Generation decided not to refurbish um, in around 2009, and it's a decision which my group is arguing we really, really desperately need to revisit. We do, and we're getting some indication of the pressure that's going to happen, happen, and we have Premier Ford promising to get that gas flowing. Gas, I repeat. Yeah, I mean, people hear gas, they're, they're thinking about their, their cars and you know paying $2 at the pump right now. Um, but in terms of what's happening on the electricity side of things, um, you know, Doug Ford... <laughs> People can love him and hate him. Um, he gets a lot of flack from environmentalists, for instance. But, you know, the Ford government did decide to keep Pickering online, you know, for an extra seven years. Um, there was plans to close it in 2018. And I'll say those plans were being championed by the environmentalists um, and by some of the other political parties. Um, but Pickering is this jewel in terms of 
ultra low carbon reliable electricity, which is really what we need as we look into the future uh, in terms of climate change, um, both in terms of you know doing our part for the climate, but also you know the world is turning towards wanting to create cleaner products, um, and we're able to offer that right here in Ontario. But again, there was decision made not to, this decision was made not to refurbish Pickering, and and people think about our our Canada reactors as maybe you know they were built a while ago, you know maybe they're towards the end of their lives. That's that's not the case. You know we're refurbishing. The Bruce Power Station and the, and the Darlington Power Station, and we're locking in another 40 years of ultra, ultra low, really the lowest emissions electricity that you can make. Um, and we're stimulating the economy. Um, the thing about our nuclear uh, advantage is that, you know, for every dollar we invest in these refurbishments, we get a dollar and 40 back in terms of GDP activity. And that's because the entire supply chain for our nuclear sector is basically right here in Ontario. So it generates amazing jobs. People get, you know, six-figure jobs working in high skill sectors, in the skilled trades, et cetera, um, building, building electricity infrastructure right here at home that we benefit from. And, you know, you mentioned this geopolitical situation we're in with, you know, the Russian invasion in Ukraine um, and supply chains being disrupted all over the place. That is an advantage that we really have here in Canada and in Ontario in specific. Um, and so my organization is, is really stressing the need for us to take a second look at Pickering and do to Pickering what we're smartly doing with Darlington and Bruce, because, you know, with our goals to electrify everything, to start putting more electric vehicles on the road, you know, building the vehicles, putting in the charging stations is easy. It's having the power to charge those vehicles, which people are not thinking about. And so, you know, we need to be building more clean energy infrastructure, but we can definitely not afford to be shutting down Pickering, which is 16% of Ontario's electricity. Um, right, so, I want to ask again, you, because the, part of the whole reason of this, of course, people were rethinking and it got people were uneasy and nuclear and leaks. And it was not seen as a safe solution. Some of that has changed. And as I mentioned, I mean, when I'm flipping around the world every day, you really do see a push to rethink nuclear. Is this happening not just in Ontario, is necessity, uh, is what I'm trying to say, causing this to happen around the world? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I'll tell you why. You know, in the last 10 or 15 years, the world has, has engaged in a bold experiment of, you know, attempting energy transition with wind and solar technology. And the results are really coming in. They're piling in quite fast. You know, Germany has spent over 500 billion euros on a wind and solar dominant energy transition. It hasn't worked. They brought emissions down slightly, but coal was the number one source of electricity on their grid, and they're hooked to Russian gas. You know, they're spending hundreds of millions of dollars putting that in Putin's coffin, coffers, which he's using to invade Ukraine right now, right? Ontario, we had a similar experience. We did this Green Energy Act, and it's you know, so relevant with the election, right? Because this is one of the reasons that Kathleen Wynne's liberals were kicked out and Ford came to power was because electricity rates went through the roof. This Green Energy Act, which was an attempt to build a lot of wind and solar in Ontario, it's going to end up costing us about $60 billion when all is said and done. We're about 30 to $40 billion into that now. And it has not delivered for us. It hasn't delivered the 50,000 jobs that Dalton McGinty promised. And it hasn't delivered much in terms of decarbonization because, as you know, the wind doesn't always blow and the sun doesn't always shine. And in particular, the wind doesn't blow when we need it to, which is on those hot, humid, still days in the summer when we have our air conditioners jacked and Ontario is drawing every bit of juice it can out of our electricity grid. So we need to make the smart decision to invest in the made-in-Canada power that generates an economic stimulus right here at home and that can meet our needs. 
and make us um, an attractive environment for you know revitalizing our manufacturing sector for becoming the place where people want to build these electric vehicles those factories need reliable power right mm -hmm. and, and, so and people around the world are taking a look it's going to take a little bit of a a little time, and it won't happen everywhere, um, to quickly turn that around. Dr. Chris Kiefer, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate it. Thank you kindly. You're welcome. Thank you so much for having me on, Arlene. Dr. Kiefer is president of the Canadians for Nuclear Energy. We will take a break. Lots of talk about the campaign trail, what was promised today. Colin DeMello, up next. I'm Arlene Bunn, and this is On Point.